everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Recorded live.
Greetings, saints. Once again, in the name of our precious Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I'm Apostle Robert Brown, pastor of the Christian Center Church in Kingston, North Carolina, USA. I'd like to welcome you all once again to another edition of Teaching the Word, where thousands of God is worthy today. Worthy of the glory, the honor, the God bless you, children of God. We greet each of you once again in the mighty and the glorious name of Jesus Christ, our soon-coming King. We thank God for another day that he has made the privilege to be able to come together and worship him in spirit and in truth. This is another beautiful day that our Creator has made. We ought to be rejoicing and we ought to be glad in it. We pray that the Lord is blessing you very well wherever this broadcast is finding you. As God has been very good to us here at the Christian Center. We give him all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise. For those of you that have been worshiping with us, you know we are working on our most recent topic entitled Life More Abundantly. Life More Abundantly. This should be something that each one of us as children of God should be aiming for and striving for. For this was part of the divine purpose in which Jesus Christ came. Now, we know that he came to save sinners. That's, that's the first thing. And really, that was about more abundant life because the life that you and I lived in sin cannot be compared with the life that you and I have in the faith. You say, Apostle, I, I remember some things was pretty good in sin. Yeah, but you're on your way to hell. You're on your way to spend eternity in hell. So, so even with the light and momentary afflictions that we may experience over here in Christianity, this life is far better than a life in sin, which was temporary, which was earthly, unspiritual, and of, of the devil. We looked at capital A in our outline, the thief. It's important to be able to recognize thieves in your life, those 
individuals, those people, those places, or those things that have been uh, positioned by the adversary to try and cut down on the abundant life that God and Jesus wants you and I to have. We looked at John 10 and 10, Luke 12 and 39, capital B, the tree of life. Now, tree of life is important because that was the original fuel that God wanted man to run off, the tree of life. God told Adam, of all the trees in the garden thou mayest freely eat, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil do not eat of it, for in the day that you eat of it you will surely die. This was the fuel that God wanted humanity to run off. And there will come a time when uh, humanity will be able to run off that fuel. The time is just not right now because we have not yet received our glorified bodies yet. You know, we can't live forever in the state that we're in, getting older and older and death still reigning. But there will come a time when things are restored and God brings us into the new uh, Jerusalem, where you will find the tree of life on both sides of the river of life, which flows from the throne of God down the great street of the new Jerusalem. We will once again be able to partake of the tree of life. Genesis 2 and 7, Revelation 22 and 2. And it brought us down to capital C in our outline, restoration. Very important concept because sometimes we fall out of abundance. Sometimes we fall out of favor with God. Sometimes God gets upset with us, all kinds of different things. But we thank God that he is a God of restoration. And since God is a God of restoration, we too should be people of restoration. We looked at Isaiah chapter 49, verse 8, and we're going to look briefly today at Genesis chapter 40 and verse 13. Genesis chapter 40 and verse 13. From the New International Version, our scripture reads, Within three days, Pharaoh will lift you or lift up your head and restore you to your position. And you will put Pharaoh's cup in his hand just as you used to do when you were his cupbearer. But when all goes well with you, remember me. Show me kindness, mention to me, mention me to Pharaoh, and get me out of this prison. Capital C in our outline, what? Restoration. Let us pray. Father, in Jesus' mighty name, again, we laud and magnify you. We reverence you. We give you the glory, the honor, and the praise. We thank you, Father, for another beautiful day. Thank you, Father, for resources. Thank you, Father, for the ability to take care of that which you have allowed us to be caretakers of. Thank you for life, health, strength. So many wonderful, wonderful things, Father, that you have done to us, through us, and for us. We give you glory, honor, and praise. Father, we are gathering together to look and search into your holy scriptures today. Uh, we want to pick the mind of Christ. We want to uh, see what you have to show us, your little children. We want to hear what you have to tell us. We want you to forgive us, Father, of our sins and our iniquities, which we have grievously committed against you. And we ask, Father, that you will lead us today by your spirit, by your might, by your power, to the blessed holy place that you have in store for us. Again, we thank you for everything, Father. 
because we know that you are working things out in us. You are taking us someplace that is better than where we are. Father, as you do these things for us, we will be very careful to continue to give your name, which is above all other names, all glory, honor, and praise. These and all other blessings we count done in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior. Amen and amen. Restoration, restoration. We see in Genesis chapter 40, the cupbearer and the baker of Pharaoh. God says, Robert, they were two individuals that were in a similar predicament, but they had very different destinies. My God, my God. I want you to understand under the sound of my voice, children of God. One of the saints say they were in the same place. They were at about the same time. They were doing some of the same things, but they had two very different destinies. Understand, children of God, that us and the world have two different what? destinies. Even though we are in the world, God forbid that we not be of the world. We are in the world just like unsaved individuals. We are in the world just like pagans. This chief cupbearer was in prison just like the chief baker, just like Joseph. Now you had three characters in prison. You had the chief cupbearer. You had the chief baker. And you had Joseph. Three characters in the same place with very different destinies. I want you to keep in mind that just because you and your friend is real, real close, that don't mean you got the same destiny. Don't think that just because you're sitting beside somebody in church every Sunday that you got the same destiny. In the same place, about the same time, doing a lot of the same things, but a very different destiny. Let's take a look at each one. We had the chief cupbearer, the butler, basically, to Pharaoh. Obviously, he had done something that Pharaoh was not pleased with and put him in prison. We had the chief baker. Obviously, he had done something Pharaoh was not pleased with. Pharaoh put him in prison. You say, Apostle, we've got to deal with those two just a little bit. Because understand that even though the chief cupbearer was going to be restored to Pharaoh's side, he found himself in a place that was less than favorable. Now, you say, Apostle, what's that got to do with me? Well, understand that even though we are born again, saved, sanctified, Holy Ghost filled, we, found our, we find ourselves in this world of sin. We find ourselves in perilous times just like the world. Some of us as children of God will be going through the tribulation 
just like the world. Some of us as children of God will be experiencing the great tribulation, just like the world. Some of us as children of God will see the Antichrist come up to power and be basically offering, if you want to keep your head, you're going to need to take this mark in either the palm of your right hand or in your forehead, and some of our, our brothers are going to be like, no, we're not taking the mark. And the Antichrist will be like, all right, then what we're going to do is cut your head off. They're going to find yourself in unpleasant situations right along with individuals who are destined to be destroyed. The chief cupbearer and Joseph found themselves interacting with individual, with an individual, the chief baker, that was destined to be destroyed. Say, Apostle, what they got to do with it? Understand that, that individuals of the world, if they don't get themselves saved, if they don't accept Jesus Christ as their personal Savior, that, that co-worker that you just like having lunch with, if they don't get themselves saved, they're they going to be destined to be destroyed. That so-called friend or that so-called that you just like talking to and just shooting the breeze with, if they don't get themselves saved, they're going to be destined to be destroyed. Three individuals. Three different destinies. Three different destinies. Because one was destroyed, had his head chopped off. One was restored to the position he had before, and one was lifted higher than all the rest. My prayer for you under the sound of my voice is that you will be not just restored, but that God will lift you even higher than you ever were before. Joseph had never served in Pharaoh's court. Joseph didn't know the fineries of the monarchy or the fineries of, of, of uh, you know, of the court, the kingly court. He didn't know this stuff. But when it was time for his lifting, you need to understand that God's got a time for your lifting. God lifted Joseph higher than all the others. Well, let's see what we've got. Bible says that, I'm going to go back, I'm going to go back. Scripture says sometime later, the cupbearer and the baker of the king, verse 1, of the king of Egypt offended their master, the king of Egypt. Pharaoh was angry with his two officials, the chief cupbearer and the chief baker put them in custody in the house of the captain of the guard in the same prison where Joseph was confined. Now, I want to deal with this a little bit because Joseph stayed in prison about a good 13 years for a crime he did not commit. Say, Apostle, where are you driving at? Understand that sometimes where you are positioned unjustly is just the place that God wants you to be to connect you with destiny helpers. Just a place. 
even though Joseph was put into prison unjustly, that was the place that God had determined, God had decreed, God had foreordained and purposed that he would meet with the destiny helper that God had selected for him. In other words, had Joseph not been in that bad situation, he would have never met the chief cupbearer that helped him get to a much better situation. The Bible says that the captain of the guard assigned them to Joseph. And he attended them. After they had been in custody for some time, each of the two men, the cupbearer and the baker of the king of Egypt, who were being held in prison, had a dream that same night, and each dream had a meaning of its own. Now, now understand something about dreams at this time. This was one of the ways that God would communicate and prophesy to individuals during this time, through dreams. God used to speak to people through dreams. He'd give them a dream, dream and have all kind of figures, all kind of events, all kind of things taking place. Now, if you didn't know what the figures and the events and the things that were taking place in the dream were, the message of the dream you would not comprehend and you would not grasp. And so this is, this is what made Joseph's gift so important in the generation in which he lived because in essence what the dreams were they were almost like secret codes from god well joseph had the ability to the god-given ability to crack the secret code much like in what god is flashing in my spirit now there are individuals that that have the gift of speaking in tongues and i'm not just talking about praying or or singing or or uh, praising God. I'm talking about individuals that, that will deliver a message to the body of Christ in an unknown tongue, in a heavenly language. Well, if there is no interpreter, the scripture says that that individual must what? Keep quiet, speak to himself and to God. But if there is an interpreter, what the interpreter will be able to do is communicate in intelligible words to the children of God, what that message which came through a tongue meant. Well, that, in essence, is very similar to the gift that Joseph had. Joseph could interpret complicated and complex dreams. He could come in and tell you exactly what God is saying through that right there. These two officials had dreams. They had communications from God, but they didn't have a revelation from God. See, you, you don't just want a communication from God. You need a revelation from God. Jesus said, upon this rock shall I build my church. Well, what rock was he talking about? He wasn't talking about Peter. He wasn't talking about building the church on Peter. He was talking about the rock of revelation, the rock of divine revelation. The, the, Jesus was talking about somebody that understood what revelation basically is. It's somebody that understands what God is saying. Not just hearing what God is saying. They understand what God is saying. Both of these men had a communication from God. 
But neither of these men had a revelation from God until God spoke through Joseph. The Bible said when Joseph came to them the next day, he saw that they were dejected. So he asked Pharaoh's officials who were in custody with him in his master's house, why are your faces so sad today? We both had dreams, they answered, but there's no one to interpret them. We both had a message from God that we don't understand. You say, Apostle, what's the important? Nothing can be more frustrating than having a message from God, but not understand it. Having a communication from God, but you don't know what he's, what he's, what he's saying. You don't know what that meant. You know, Apostle, I saw the other day, I, I saw a red robin that was uh, sitting on the corner of the roof. I, I don't know what that means. Well, some things, you know, God is talking through everything. But he don't give us an he don't give us an interpretation of everything. But God is talking through everything that you can see. God got a message. And that's why you need to wake up and pay attention. Everything you can see, there's a, there's a message. There, there's something God is saying through that. Every person you have ever met, God has said something through them. You got to hear because everybody can teach you one of two things. Either what to do or what not to do. Oh, I can learn just about, I can learn some very good messages from Ned DeWino, just as good a message as I can learn from Pastor. Because what I'm learning from Ned DeWino, he done threw away all his money, done spent up all his money in alcohol, and now he got his body all sickly and diseased from drinking alcohol. Now, well, what are some of the messages we can learn from Ned DeWino? Don't don't be uh, don't be drinking. Don't be a drunk. Don't drink so much till your body is ravaged with sickness. Don't drink so much till you lose all your finances. Don't drink so much till you you can learn just as much. Look, you can learn just about as much from evil people as you can righteous people. Because everybody can teach you one of two things: either what to do or what not to do. What we see in our lesson. Is two individuals that had a communication from God. One communication was a communication from God that was pointing to restoration. The other communication from God was pointing to destruction. Now, here's the thing. Here, here's the thing, and here's where we got to be careful. Because even though you may have a communication from God, if you don't have a revelation from God, you can be just as dejected as individuals who's, who's, who, who are going to be destroyed. This, the chief cupbearer, he didn't even realize that the message God was sending him was that he was about to be what? Restored? So here his faith, and, and the, the chief baker, he didn't, even have, he didn't even understand that the message that was being sent to him was that he was going to have his head chopped off. And here both of them are dejected. Look at what the Bible said. When Joe, verse 6, when Joseph came to them the next morning, he saw that they were dejected. He said, Apostle, what you got now? As a child of God out there, you got no business dejected. Some of you all out there under the sound of my voice, you just as dejected 
as the people of the world. You just as depressed as the people of the world. You just as worried and upset about many things as Martha was. You got no business. I'm hearing Joseph in the spirit, chief cupbearer, you don't have no business looking like this, behaving like this. You don't know that God got some good things coming your way. I'm going to have to prophesy to some of y'all out there on the sound of my voice. Child, children of God, you got some good things coming your way. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But because without a revelation, look. So you say, Apostle, what you got now? When you see children of God all dejected, children of God all depressed, children of God all despondent, then what you what you dealing with? The children of God ain't got a revelation. That's all that is. That's exactly what that is. This chief cupbearer did not know that in three days he was going to be restored to his position. He didn't even know. So here he is all dejected, just like the chief. See, watch this. The chief cupbearer didn't know how good things were about to be, and the chief baker didn't know how bad things were about to be. Just like the world and us children of God. This here is showing, God be showing you all kind of all kind of uh, 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 things in the spirit way back in the Old Testament. As children of God, you and I have no idea how good things are for us. The Bible says eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, neither has it entered into the hearts of men what God has prepared. Y'all don't, God said y'all don't even know how good and how sweet things is up here. God said y'all don't even have no idea how good and how sweet things is that I got for you in the next life. If you just be faithful, don't get weak and weary and well-doing, you'll reap in due season if you faint not. God said y'all don't even know. Y'all don't even know how good I got things for y'all. But then God said, turn that around, Robert, and let the world know that y'all don't know how bad things are is in hell either. You got no concept. God said you can go and make the biggest fire you want and go jump right in it. And God said you still can't be compared with hell. Goodness gracious. The chief baker, the chief cupbearer had no idea how good things were about to be. And the chief baker had no idea how bad things were about to be. But they were both dejected. And that's why you need a prophet in your life. A prophet can help put a smile on your face. Or a prophet can help and help and break you right on down to tears. Watch this now. We both had dreams, they answered, but there's no one to interpret them. Then Joseph said to them, Do not interpretations belong to God. Tell me your dreams. So the chief cupbearer told Joseph his dream. He said, in my dream, I saw a vine in front of me and on the vine were three branches. As soon as it budded, it blossomed and it clustered, ripened into grapes. Pharaoh's cup was in my hand. I took the grapes, squeezed them into Pharaoh's cup, put the cup in his hand. This is what it means, Joseph said to him. Three branches are three days. Within three days, Pharaoh will lift your head and restore you to your position. And just... And you and you will put Pharaoh's cup in his hand just as you used to do when you were his cupbearer. But watch this now. But when all goes well with you, see some of you all out there on the sound of my voice, you don't mess around and have see something, something, something that the chief cupbearer did that Pharaoh, who represents God in this, you, you got to see the characters. Chief cupbearer represents us as children of God. Pharaoh represents God. Chief cupbearer was basically being punished for something 
you know, he, he may have done that Pharaoh who represents God didn't like. Some of us, we get punished from time to time for some stuff that we done done that God didn't like. Maybe we done lost a job. Maybe we done missed a promotion. Maybe we done missed a marriage. Maybe we done lost a, a, a blessing that was coming away. Somebody done took a car back. They done repossessed something. Maybe we done got a sickness. All kind, Something we done done that God done like, so God had to kind of slap us on the wrist a little bit. Joseph said, that's all that is. It's three days that things get ready to turn around for you. But when all goes well with you, remember me. Show me kindness now. In other words, remember your prophet now. Some of y'all ain't ready. Some of y'all ain't ready. God need to open some eyes. God need to open the eyes. Some of you, all done went well with you and got yourself restored. You remember you? You remember when you were going through that rough little situation just like me? Because Pharaoh, I mean, Joseph said, look, I've been here a long time. I've been going through this a long time. Pharaoh just let you get a little taste of what I've been dealing with for years. Pharaoh just let you get a little taste of what I've been experiencing for years. All goes well with you now. Remember me and show me kindness. Mention me to Pharaoh to get me out of this prison. For I was forcibly carried off from the land of the Hebrews, and even here I've done nothing to deserve being in this dungeon. Yeah, in other words, Joseph said, look, you know, we, we prophets sometimes. We just got to go through some, some rough times. That's just, that's just, that's just. Part of being profit. Just hadn't done nothing but try to do right. Pharaoh wife, I mean not Pharaoh wife, part of a wife, right hot, and trying to get him to have sex with her. And then Joseph's like, no, I can't do it. I can't be doing no stuff like that. When the chief baker saw that Joseph had given a favorable interpretation, he said to Joseph, I too had a dream on my head with three baskets of bread. In the top basket were all kinds of baked goods for Pharaoh, but the birds were eating them out of the basket on my head. This is what it means, Joseph said. Three baskets are three days. I can see the chief baker like, uh-oh, three days? I'm going, I'm going to get restored too. I'm going to get restored too. But then Joseph come back and say, within three days, Pharaoh will cut your head off and hang, hang you on a tree, and the birds will eat away your flesh. Ain't that something to tell somebody? But the Spirit of God sees what he sees. The reality is that some of you all on the sound of my voice, you're going to spend eternity with God. Others of you all on the sound of my voice, you're going to spend eternity in a lake of fire and burning salt. That's just reality. Joseph had to tell it plain. Joseph had to tell it plain. What Joseph supposed to say? You're going to be restored too? No. But that's not what God is saying. Prophet got to tell you what God is saying. God is saying, Chief Cupbearer, you're going to be restored. Now you need to remember me now because stuff getting ready to go real good for you in a little while. Chief Baker, you in three days, Pharaoh's going to cut your head off. Birds going to be eating away at your flesh. Can you imagine? Now, the third day was Pharaoh's birthday. He gave a feast for all his officials. He lifted up the heads of the chief cupbearer and the chief baker in the presence of his officials. He restored the chief cupbearer to his position so that he wants to bend, put the cup in Pharaoh's hand, but he hanged the chief baker, just as Joseph had said to them in his interpretation. Just as Joseph had said. I'm hearing Joseph in the spirit, you know, getting reports about all what's going on. You know, Chief, chief Cupbearer been restored. Joseph, can you imagine? Pharaoh uh, uh, hung the chief baker. 
Just being shocked. Listen out there, children of God. One of the things is saying, listen, children of God out there, especially those of you all that are close to me. Very little going to happen to you that that shocked me. I Very little. Because God doesn't do anything without first revealing his plans to his servants, the prophets. God said, look, this is what's getting ready to go down, Joseph, for the chief cupbearer. This is what's getting ready to go down, Joseph, for the chief baker. Now, why? I don't know. I don't know what the chief cupbearer did. I don't know what the chief baker did. I just know they both ended up in prison, and they just, they just, they both ended up in Joseph's ministry. See, I don't know what you done done out there a lot of time in, in life and different things. Those of you that, that's part of this ministry. All the thing I know is you, you, you're part of this ministry. And you're part of this ministry. I'm going to see some things. These individuals, they ended up, the Bible said they ended up in Joseph's care. Look, go back. Go all the way back. Look, go back to uh, verse 40 and verse 4. Captain of the guard assigned them to Joseph. So you know, you know who you've been assigned to out there, chosen of God. You've been a, God has assigned you to a pastor. God has assigned you to a, a, a spiritual leader. You know who you've been assigned to. They were assigned to Job. But look at verse 23, and this is the kind of stuff that gets some of us, this will get some of us in a whole lot of trouble with God. Look at verse 23. The chief cupbearer, however, did not remember Joseph. He forgot it. Okay. Now, can you imagine this? You forgot Joseph. Then when you finally do remember bringing before Pharaoh, Pharaoh put Joseph in charge of you again. Remember, in prison, Joseph was in charge of chief cupbearer and the chief baker. Chief cupbearer got restored to a high position, left Joseph in prison. But then when he remembered, he mentioned Joseph to Pharaoh, and when Pharaoh took Joseph out of prison, Pharaoh took Joseph, put him second in command, and put the chief cupbearer under Joseph again. Now I can imagine Joseph like now. You remember, you were supposed to remember me. Oh, Joseph, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Joseph is in charge again. What are we talking about? Restoration. So what have we learned about restoration? When you are restored, you need to remember those. That one of the things say that helped you get restored, you need to remember those that told you ahead of schedule you was going to be restored. Because restoration is a thing that God does. And since God does nothing without first revealing his plans to his servants, the prophet, God is going to let somebody know about your restoration. Just like God will let somebody know about your downfall or your loss, God will let somebody know about your restoration. Life more abundantly. More, more, more. 
Joseph stayed in prison two more years after this event. Joseph had been in prison about 11 years when he interpreted those dreams. Stayed in prison another two years. Father, in Jesus' mighty name, again, we thank you and we praise you. We appreciate you, Father. We pray that your people have been blessed, preaching and teaching of your word. Thank you for your revelation, your inspiration. Pray, Father, that souls have grown stronger in you and in your mighty power. This is our prayer in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Uh, what does, you know, we're going to have one question. What does each character that we went over, what, what, who, what can they represent? Each character that we went over in our lesson. Just go on and write the name and write down who they represent or the title or the, and who they represent in our story. Amen. Send Shakuri just through email at christensarnchurch at gmail.com. Check our website, www.ourchurch.com, backslash, backslash, t backslash, tccc. Feel free to join us on TalkShoe, Spreecast, YouTube, and iTunes at 9 and 6 p.m. daily. On TalkShoe, call 724-444-7444 and try D17959. On Spreecast, type in Robert Bryan on YouTube and the Christmas Aaron Church channel. You can see excerpts of Apostle Robert Bryan on YouTube. Donations should be sent by using the donation button on the church website or our TalkShoe homepage. God bless you and heaven smile on you. In Jesus' name, amen. Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit